Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. The digital revolution is in full swing, and we're trying to bring you some stories about how it's happening, where it's headed, and what that means for you. We are delighted to have one of our regular digital all-star monthly guests, Bonnie Tinder, who's the founder and CEO of Raven Intelligence, which does peer-to-peer -peer reviews of software projects and the partners who work on them. Hello, Bonnie. Good to see you. Hey, Bob. Great to see you as well. Glad to be here. Bonnie, I got to check in, right? You know, as a Cub fan, you, you're a realist, but you're always optimistic. How are things for Cub fans? Oh, they're, they're absolutely dismal, um, unless you're at the actual game at Wrigley Field, and then they're amazing, whether win or lose. Um, but yeah, I'm a Chicago fan, so I'm used to it, and um, uh, I'm just happy to attend a game. Well, that's the sort of uh, that that's the sort of uh, attitude you know that more people should have, Bonnie. That that's good. So we'll 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 put that subject aside. Um, but uh, and again, I, I I haven't followed baseball for a while, so honestly, that was not intentional. I wasn't trying to jab <laughs> you at all there, Bonnie. So, Bonnie, it sounds like though that aside, you've been busy with a number of things, and now you just hit. Was it the fourth birthday of Raven Intelligence? Absolutely. We celebrated our fourth birthday in May, which is a very exciting milestone. So ate lots of birthday cake and drank <laughs> lots of champagne then. <laughs> wow. Okay. So life's pretty good. Life's pretty yes. good. Yes. But Bonnie, it sounds like as you head into year five, you've put together something that's pretty interesting, like the digital transformation readiness test. Could you tell us about that and, and what the purpose is? Absolutely. When, when we have software customers that come to ravenintel.com, what they are looking for is, um, is, is a partner to help them on a project. And so they're in this sort of phase of their life, um, of their software life, that is at the very beginning. And um, you know, as much as possible, we wanna help customers make a great decision and a partner. Um, but we also want to help ensure that they have a good project. And certainly a big piece of that depends on choosing a great uh, SI or you know, partner to help them on their journey. But you know, a lot of the um, success is also going to depend on their own preparation. Mm -hmm. And what we've found um, in the years that we've done this and through our, um, you know, the, the, consulting firms who are on the site is that customers really need to be ready before they start a project, um, you know, and having some of some basic questions answered. And you'd be surprised how many customers go through the motions, they select a software, they select a partner, and they truly aren't ready internally to start the project. And lo and behold, uh, they choose a great software, they choose a great partner, it still fails. Um, and, you know, so there, we wanted to, to help customers be ready. Um, and uh, we have a, a, a partner named Sibility. They're an implementer of UKG software that really um, went through and uh, came up with a very simple test to help score a customer's um, aptitude for change or their readiness for change. And um, so this is a free test that's available to any customer about to make a change in software. Um, it is, uh, you can take this test in under five minutes. You don't even have to provide your email. 
address to get your score, but it really helps ask those sort of fundamental questions that you should know the answers to before you, you know, get wrapped up in, in starting a project. And Bonnie, after somebody takes a test, will that person have some idea of how he or she did? Absolutely. Immediately um, after answering 14 questions that are that really anybody could answer who is uh, on the project team, it doesn't have to be an executive sponsor, certainly, um, you'll get a test that, or I'm sorry, a your score, um, one through 100, that will help you gauge where you are on the spectrum in terms of readiness. And we've seen some customers who have taken it who score very highly and, um, you know, they're ready to start a project, but others who have gotten lower scores, um, you know, have gone back and, and really ironed out some of the fundamental questions before, before starting and it served them well. Okay, and this is available on ravenintel.com? It is, it is. I'll provide the link that we could put right in the, uh, the, the podcast notes here as well. And again, free test, under five minutes to complete it. And um, you know, it, it really immediately provides a score uh, that I think will be valuable to, to any software user. Uh, Bonnie, just, I, I'm sure it's a fantastic thing. I am, I'm feeling a little... Uh, um, nervous. I'm, I'm starting to perspire a little and my feet are just tests. Uh, they take me back to a time in my life that wasn't so happy, but uh, um, it, <laughs> so anyway, but I'm going to get over that. That's my, you've got the Cubs to worry about. I've got my own fear of tests to get over. So and, I'm going to be okay. And Bob, I, I was able to take it and not uh, have any problem with it. Um, I too, not a big fan of tests. And this one is, is, is really easy. It's, it's the way it is worded takes out any of this industry jargon yeah. and it asks some basic questions that anybody on a project team will have no, no trepidation in answering. Okay. And the point is to have those customers on, you know, uh, as the project begins to kick off there that they're fully ready they know what's going on they they've they're as well prepared as they can be and by the way, i think it sort of parallels you know at the national football league and the training camps beginning now the one thing the coaches tell the players is you come to camp and you're not ready you're going to start off way behind just to begin with and there's enough other competitive challenges don't come in here in bad shape and i guess companies are relying on the software vendor and the partner to help, but the companies have to take full responsibility for being ready themselves, right? Absolutely. Sometimes you got to go slow to go fast. And, um, you know, if you can get yourself to the starting line or to training camp fully prepared, that is going to allow you to sail through uh, an implementation so much easier than if you're trying to train as you go, so to speak. Yeah. and um uh, or get up to speed as as you go so i think it's a it's a really good um sort of litmus test with you know shall sh should i start this or should i um you know really determine some of the answers to some of these questions or in some cases you know maybe you have no business about about doing a software project because you don't have these fundamentals um really covered and and I can tell you what those are. It really, it really centers on five main areas. 
Um, number one is stakeholder support. So every project should have an executive sponsor, somebody that has, uh, you know, a strong voice within the organization who will champion the project and not just help you get it signed and budgeted for, but really help you make sure that you can get the project, quote unquote, sold internally. And um, not, again, not just through the contract signing, but through the uh, go live and ongoing adoption of the project as well. Without stakeholder support, if you don't have that or it's weak stakeholder support, um, there's going to be some challenges. Yeah, Bonnie, I think there's less and less uh, interest today in the part of business when people talk about what's well, an IT project. Now, it has to be a business project that is delivered via uh, uh, you know, the IT organization skills in partnership, as you say, with all the relevant parts of other pieces of the business. Without question. And you'll see the real problems if a project goes poorly to when, uh, when that project does not have stakeholder support, all of a sudden that's then when the fingers get pointed um, to, you know, uh, the project lead or, you know, somewhere else within the organization, because you didn't really have that, um, you know, that you didn't have a champion internally, sort of fighting your battles, um, you know, in a boardroom. And uh, so I think, you know, where this really becomes evident and problematic is if there's uh, challenges during the implementation. And as we know, there's always challenges. Yeah. So number one, make sure you have your stakeholders lined up. That's right. Number two uh, is another people sort of uh, issue, right? You need to have a solid project manager assigned. So this is not the executive sponsor, but this is the person who day to day is going to make sure that that project, um, you know, continues on the path that started. They are the one who's going to manage the team day to day. They're going to be the point person for timelines and making sure the budget is accounted for. Um, and this particular person also needs to be an A player within the organization, um, number one. But number two is committed to the project uh, to see the project through. So you don't want to have a project manager who is um, going to go get promoted and uh, or move uh, to a different role and lo and behold, leave the project half complete. That's really when things um, you know, have challenges as well. So number two is project management, having a great project manager who is also going to be tied to the success of the project. And Bonnie, you know, uh, from what you've said here and I know other times when you've talked about the significance of this, you also don't want to have somebody come in who might be really good, but that person come and say, hey, look, I'm sorry, I've got eight of these going on right now and I'll do the best I can in the limited bandwidth I have, but, you know, don't expect too much. That uh, th This person has to have this be an absolute top priority, right? Without a doubt. And as much as possible, you know, they're, they're going to have their day job as well, but being able to distribute their workload during the duration of the project is really important because competing priorities, um, you know, even if they're an A player, they're not going to be able to have enough focus uh, to you know, that the, a big project deserves. So um, making sure they have the bandwidth as well. Yeah. And I suppose to help, uh, you know, when that bandwidth is there and the focus from the leader, you've got to have a good team. 
Without a doubt. So that's number three. Uh, the project team members uh, need to be selected and they too need to have a very defined role on the project. They need to have an awareness of what the time commitment will be and um, the availability and, you know, um, as much as possible, the commitment to see the project through. You know, at, at Raven, in our customer reviews that we have about projects, about 64% of the time, um, that team will have some churn, whether it's at the consultant side or whether it is um, on the customer side. It is inevitable in the world that we live in, in the great resignation and just the way that people change roles internally. Uh, perhaps you're going to have a change on the side of your consultant uh, project lead as well, which you want to guard against that, but it, it does happen, um, you know, when resources get pulled in, in different directions within a firm. Um, so, so you have to sort of be prepared that there's going to be some churn on the team, but mitigating um, that or phasing the project so you can make sure to keep it intact for the various phases and ensure, you know, effective knowledge transfer. That's, that's a really big deal. Um, and team turnover can really deep six a, a project if, um, if that's uh, not cared for. Okay. So you got stakeholder support, a great project manager who puts together a great project team. Mm -hmm. Yep. Project team. Number four would be change management and communications. Um, so this is, you know, we ask one of the, the, one of the questions in our review is, is, what lessons learned or regrets did you have that you wish or things that you knew that you wish you knew going in? And I would say, um, you know, four out of five of every one of our uh, reviews said, I wish I had built in more change management into the project itself. Um, and that includes things like a, your communication plan, um, you know, user uh, testing, all of the things that help you roll out a change internally um, that go beyond just, well, the software works. It's like, how do you get the software and the human side of the equation to match so everybody understands what the change is, understands how to use it, if there's process change involved. Um, all of those things are you know, in this, this area that we call change management. Um, and it's really about clarity of communication um, and ensuring that, you know, the users of the system know and are aware of, of how to use it and how to, to, to adapt to a new, a new way of life. So that afterward, they're not coming up and saying, oh, I didn't know I was going to have to do this or, you know, uh, I'd have to type with my feet. You know, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> Yeah, the feet typing thing is always uh, a major uh, snafu, but, um, you know, it, it absolutely, it's the, uh, you know, it's, it's making them aware that of a change that is going away or a new way of doing things, um, you know, providing the availability of, you know, digital resources um, and help to get them, you know, what they need when they need it. Um, all of those things are included in this area of change management. And Bonnie, is one other piece in there, is that where like ensuring you've got enough budget uh, for the project? Without question. So change management um, is, 
is not necessarily free because it involves, you know, time. It involves, um, you know, in some cases, uh, you know, content that needs to be created. Sometimes it, it, you know, requires training that needs to happen that takes, you know, team members away from their, their jobs or the users of the system away from their jobs. So all of those type of things um, need to be budgeted for in the project plan itself. And when you use a third party, like a consultant firm, um, you know, it's one of those areas that you can shortchange to make your overall um, contract look less or appear less. Um, but, you know, typically you're going to need that cushion um, in the end. So, you know, making sure that you have some budget allotted, allotted for with change management is very smart. Okay. Okay. And Bonnie, what's number five? So number five would be um, the scoping of the project or what we call project planning and prep. Um, and that is the documentation of the timeline that is agreed upon by all parties from the executive sponsor down to the team members. Um, you know, in terms of the scope of the project, what is this going to entail geographically? Um, you know, what part of the business is this touching? Are there integrations that need to happen? Making sure that, you know, you've put a box around the project itself and the box includes your budget, your time, uh, your time frame, as well as um, the different components that your system will touch. So as I mentioned before, the integrations and things like that, um, you know, everybody needs to be on the same page and what that time frame is and sort of, um, you know, operate uh, under that same notion internally. Um, I'll give you an example of when this um, has been problematic is in this idea of like a rapid implementation um, where you might scope the project out in terms of here's what our box looks like, but then um, all of a sudden somebody decides, well, rather than doing this in six months, we're going to do it in three months. Mm -hmm. um, that is not making sure that everybody's on the same page and it's agreed upon. So, um, you know, and where there's a lot of discrepancy in some cases is maybe the customer thinks it's three months, but the consulting firm um, says, you know, this is really going to take you six months. And so by all parties, it's executive sponsor, team members, and uh, your vendor and, and consulting firm as well. And you'd be surprised um, how much scoping can be done precisely, but when it comes down to all right, how much is this going to cost and how quickly can this be done? That's where things uh, can be gray or misinterpreted. And, um, you know, and, and that's when, when things are not as, as happy, uh, so to speak. So yeah, planning, project planning and preparation. So those are the, the five main areas. And I went through those in like more detailed fashion. But I, I want, you know, anybody who's about ready to take this, this test uh, for readiness, know that the, the questions that we answer or ask to get us to these five main points are very basic in nature. And you're, you're not going to need to be doing a lot of research internally to really understand like, yes, yeah, you're going you're gonna to quickly know the answer to some of these things as it relates to your project if you, if you are involved. So um, 
Bunny, on the last point too, because I think you know all five make sense: stakeholder support, project management, project team, change management, and communications, and project planning and preparation. Is there one in there that uh, one of those five topics or themes that you find is most often the the sand in the Vaseline? Um, you know, I would say the 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 sand in the Vaseline is really the project planning and preparation because it encompasses such a wide area. And not only does it um, mean that you understand what the scope of the work is, but that you have consensus among people as well. So I would say if, if you if you had everything else right, but you had project planning and preparation wrong, that's really going to be uh, difficult to overcome. You know, if you didn't have executive sponsorship, but you were firing on all cylinders on all the rest of the other four, you could probably easily get through the project because of, you know, how great you are internally without needing that executive sponsor. Okay. Um, you know, if you didn't have a solid project manager, but you had an amazing executive sponsor and a wonderful project team that was all operating on the same um, project plan, that too, you can get by. However, if you have everything else um, defined and then you have a poor project plan um, that nobody agrees upon, right there, that's a recipe for, for disaster. So if I had to rank what is most important, it would be that project plan and prep. All right, all right. So, uh... Uh, Bonnie, is this an open book test? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Open book, open note. I, I'm asking on of other people, not, you know, I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't have any fear of tests. Not too yeah. much. No, no, no. Uh, no yes. You can phone a friend uh, and um, <laughs> you can even look at the answers of your neighbor too. <laughs> we won't hold that against you. Because you want to get this right, you know, and, and have that uh, so that when that, that, you know, day one comes around, everybody's ready, they're set, there's no surprises. We're all, you know, pushing, pulling in the same direction and everybody's in sync with the software vendor, the partner, uh, the project manager, Bonnie, it sounds great. Hey, Bonnie, before you go one question on this. So I think the very fact that you are um, making this digital transformation readiness test available on your site is an indication that there is work to be done. Could you offer a guess of how many times, uh, what percentage of projects are in trouble on day one because the customer isn't fully prepared? Mm -hmm. That half well, we know statistically that half of all enterprise software projects either fail outright, and we have, there's varying degrees of failure. Sometimes they make the headlines because there's such problems, but you know, in lesser cases, they fail to deliver the business impact that they were set up to, you know, to, to impact. Um, so half of these projects really either fail to deliver results or just, you know, fail entirely where the, the project gets canceled. And I would say, you know, there's a, a, a lot of reasons, you know, that you can attribute that failure to. However, if 
I, I would guarantee if somebody went through this test prior to the onset of those projects, they would they would get a low score in here because of uh, the readiness factors not being being there. Sometimes you don't get the luxury of being able to take a test like this, and you're a project team member, and you're sort of being told that hey, here this is what we're doing. You don't have a, a choice in this matter. Um, on the other hand, if you sort of have go in with your eyes open, you know, okay, immediately hey, we really need to stabilize this particular area that we're lacking in today. Um, you know, and, and nobody's going to score 100 on this. Um, on the other hand, it's going to make you very educated when you raise a red flag internally to say, hey, maybe we should think about doing these things before we, we move forward with this. So um, yeah, I would say, you know, this, these simple questions to be able to answer them um, effectively um, you know, in the aftermath of some of these failures, uh, would, would tell, um, a very similar story. Well, Bonnie, this is, this is great. I know we're kidding some about tests. I think this is one that people should look forward to taking because, um, it's only going to help, uh, right. And can people, maybe if I don't do so well the first time I take it again. And, uh, but the big thing is be ready for when that day one hits and, uh, you know, don't start off with the, you know, putting the project behind the eight ball because not only were you not prepared, you didn't know what to prepare for. So yep. I think what you've done here in this, it's uh test that'll be on the ravenintel.com site from Raven Intelligence is going to be very helpful to folks. A test that people like, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's right. One of the few. Bonnie, any final thoughts on this before we go? Um, no, I, I think, you know, just, uh, take the test, um, and, you know, share it to somebody who, you know, that might need it. And, um, you know, we're happy to help in the, in the preparation phase as well. Fantastic. Well, Bonnie, thank you so much. Uh, great to see you here. And thank you for this idea on, you know, test that really lets us know, are you ready for change? Are you ready to, to move ahead? This is going to be very helpful and, uh, great to see this Bonnie. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. Hope summer's going great for you. Take this test. It won't hurt as much as you think, and you'll learn a lot from it. See you next time. Well, when you were saying uh, the, 